Well, hello there, podcast family. Welcome to Let Hope Arise. Yeah, and I hope you've enjoyed the first couple of sessions that have gone out. And here we are. Live, live and direct. Well, live and direct. We're live now. But we by were the time live. you listen to this, it's obviously <laughs> pre-recorded. But we have just pre-recorded, uh, or we've just recorded our third episode, which we are calling Watch Your Mouth. Watch Your Mouth. Although... Or Wash Your Mouth Out. Or by the time you've listened to it, you might think we've become some kind of Mary Poppins tribute <laughs> If you like musicals, yeah. stay tuned. Yes, if you like musicals and jazz hands, but jazz hands <laughs> don't really relate so much to the podcast. They don't equate to podcast. Um, <laughs> then this episode is for you. But I really enjoyed this one. We are getting practical. And um, I don't know about you, but I thought it was good. I thought it was all right. It's worth a listen. Yeah. So have a listen, see what you think. And uh, some of you podcast people, followers, subscribers, have got a shout out on the uh, FaceTube. FaceTube. YouTube (laughs) and Facebook version that's gone out there. Um, But yeah, we're just so really thankful for people who are subscribing across the globe really so um continue to get in touch tell us where you're listening from but until then let's take another step on, on the, the wisdom, wisdom walk. walk we need to work on getting that in time don't we on the wisdom wisdom <laughs> on the wisdom <laughs> the, the, sm- the, sm- the smart stroll <laughs> we'll see you at the other end maybe when hannah's calmed down Oh, no, I'm not ready. Oh, hang on. Sorry while I get ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Some of us were born ready. (laughs) Here I am. I'm ready. Some of us are still trying to get ready. (laughs) Don't women always take longer than men to get ready anyway? Answers on a postcard. All right, then. So we have been looking at what we've been calling the wisdom walk over these past few weeks. Take a journey with us. Take a stroll with us as we embark upon this wisdom walk. Yes. And just to recap very quickly, because I feel like we've got a lot of ground to cover today, but we're going to keep it into normal time-ish slots. Yes. But we have been looking at the fact that the scripture talks about wise choices will preserve us. Proverbs 2 and uh, verses 10 to 11 say, When wisdom enters your heart and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, mm. discretion will preserve you and understanding will keep you. But the NLT says, Ooh. wise choices will watch over you. Absolutely. So we want to make sure that we are people who, in the nitty-gritty of life and in the heat of life and in the challenges and the stresses of life, we don't let those things overwhelm us and we just make crazy choices. And mm. if we're all being honest, we've all made some good choices in life and we've made some rank bad choices. And so we just want to try and learn some of these lessons because yeah. remember the scripture tells us about he's given us everything that we need for life and godliness. Yeah. And oftentimes we spend all our focus on the spiritual side of life, but God is just as concerned and involved and watching over the natural side of life absolutely and so that's why we're just taking some time to do that and so and then yes. in proverbs 3 and she's gonna read the whole book of proverbs 13. today I'm not. it's just Go context it. and it's really good so we're talking about the um the fact that when we make wise choices mm. we can expect certain results because yeah. we're all after results in life we, mm. we're all after making progress and and racking up those achievements and most of us have goals and all that kind of good stuff but actually um sometimes we pursue good goals in the wrong manner mm. and what we're what we're trying to do in this whole wisdom walk is um pursue great goals and go about it the right way and we can be sure that as we walk that wisdom walk these are some of the fruits or the results that we can expect so 
happiness it says happiness or happy is the man who finds wisdom um length of day so long life is in her right hand and in her left are riches and honor um it talks about the wisdom walk being a path of peace and a tree of life um it talks about being able to um, ground to lay foundations and establish things in our lives because of the wisdom of god it says that um, we'll walk safely on the wisdom walk, that we won't stumble, that we won't be afraid, that as we make wise choices, we'll lie down and our sleep will be sweet, mm. um, that we'll be confident and free from trouble. So these are some of the um, the effects, the impacts of making wise choices according to the word of God. Absolutely. So today we want to really zero in and there's so much we could talk about so many areas and that we, we could, and we will but so many areas we could look at but we want to just zero in on this session and maybe the next couple on probably the biggest area of challenge for all of us if we're being honest and it's it's our mouths and in fact today we're going to call today's watch your mouth um because all of us this is an area where not just we all struggle from time to time, but mm. the Bible even, even tells us, listen, watch out because you're going to struggle in this area. Yeah. So let's just strip it all back. Let's just be honest. And some of the scriptures that we'll read will be familiar. Some will be maybe not quite so. So, so don't think don't think you, you know all of this or that we know all this because oftentimes in life we can, and that's the difference, isn't it, between knowledge and wisdom and understanding. Mm. You can know something, but don't walk in it. Mm. And so let's approach this again, if you like, with a fresh mindset. Mm. But I want to start in James chapter three. I'm going to read um, quite a, a portion of scripture, but I think this just sets the tone. It says this, my brethren, and of course we include the sister N. Mm -hmm. My brethren, let not many of you become teachers knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. That can preach on its own. But anyway, verse two, for we all stumble, all stumble. We all stumble, preacher, politician, Husband, wife, mm -hmm. student, child, teenager, we all, man, woman, we all stumble, mm -hmm. not just in one way, but in many things. And if anyone, but if anyone does not stumble in word with yeah. their mouth, they are a perfect person, also able to bridle the whole body. Notice if we're able to just somehow master the mouth, he equates that to perfection. Mm. Now, when we're talking about mouths, I just want you to know we're not just talking about our physical mouths. I think we're living in a day and age as well where we also have an internal mouth and we also have, hey, this, these are mouths. You know, on social media, there are many ways in which we as human beings speak. And I think what we're about to read here applies mm. to all those areas. And so physical, internal and. Yeah, social media communication. Typing mouth. You yeah. understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It applies to all of it. So if we can get a hold of this, the Bible's saying, listen, you'll reach a realm of perfection. Now, mm. indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us. And look, that small bit will turn the whole body. Look also at the ships. Although they are so large and driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder mm. wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is such a little member and yet it boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. Mm. And the tongue is a fire. 
a world of our a world of our iniquity. The tongue is also set among our members that it defiles the whole body, and can set on fire the course of nature, and is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and creature of sea, is tamed and has been tamed by humanity. But no person can tame, that it kind of makes you want to give up, doesn't it? No person can tame the tongue. It can be an unruly evil full of deadly poison. With it, we bless our God and Father. And with it, we curse men. I have been there. Mm. In church on a Sunday morning, singing holy songs with the same mouth. And Monday at work, giving somebody a piece of my mind. Who have been, and listen, out the same mouth comes um, uh, we bless God and we curse others. And the humanity that we're cursing, it talks about them. We're, we're cursing people who've been made in the image of God. Mm. And then it says, out of verse 10, out of the same mouth proceed blessings and curses. My brethren, these things ought not be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and, and, and bitter from the same opening? I think in the King James, yeah, it puts it really lovely. It says, doth. Anyway, we'll leave that there. Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Thus no spring yields both salt and fresh water. All that, all the potential for good and for bad, all that potential for, for building up and for tearing down, all that potential mm. for loving and hating, mm. all comes from this area mm. called the mouth. Mm that we all struggle with from time to time. Mm. So that's what we're going to talk about this morning. Yeah. The, the importance, the the struggle, the benefits, the great things that can happen and yeah. maybe the lessons that we didn't really need to learn if we just knew the power of watching our mouths. Yeah. So um, Proverbs 18 and 21 tells us really plainly that the tongue has the power of life and death. Um, in the Passion Translation, it says, your words are so powerful that they will kill or give life and that you will reap the consequences. Mm -hmm. And so that we wanted to um, chat a little bit about that today, about the fact that in um, in our mouth, like Mark said, um, in the in the mouth that we speak with, in the in the thoughts that we communicate with via mm. social media, in, in our internal mon monologue, we all have the ability to speak words of um, life or death. And I'm so often saying to our children, you know, there's no neutral ground in that. Mm. We are either um, giving life, we're either encouraging, we're either championing and cheerleading and building up or we're tearing down. Mm. He says, um, we, we referred to um, the wise woman, didn't we, that first week? The wise woman mm. built her house, but with her own hands, the foolish woman tears mm. it down. We have a great possibility, a great potential in life for building all kinds of things, mm. because in our tongue is the power of life and death. And so um, I... I've just been having a little bit of a muse about that, really, um, about the, the practical application of that. So I like your musings. Thank you. Um, the, the way that we speak is, is ultra important. And um, 
I suppose I want to start, let's start with us first of all. You know, it, it says elsewhere, as a man thinks within himself, so is he. Um, you know, the kind of thoughts that you think towards yourself and about the world around you is is where you'll eventually find yourself. Mm. And so um, we talk about the tongue having the power of life and death and, and we often... Um, we often conclude that that's in the external results that we see or in the lives of other people that we affect. But actually, one of the most significant changes that we can make to our own lives is the way that we talk to us. Mm. So I know how easy it is um, to, to be my own worst critic. And yet, the Bible tells me the tongue has the power of life or death. So the th- kind of things that mm. I I think towards myself, the kind of things that I speak over my own life are really important. And I just want to encourage us um, and remind myself, first of all, that in those moments where I'm feeling... I'm feeling critical or I'm feeling guilty or I'm feeling like I've missed the mark or somehow what I produced wasn't good enough or any of those negative things that I have the power to speak words of life over myself. So, um, And isn't it amazing how a lot of the time um, it's so subtle and can go unchecked or unnoticed. Yeah. But you can tear down things without even realising it. Yeah, you into, can. So, for yeah. example, the amount of times in my own life and in my own journey, if I get something wrong, if I make a mistake, I don't need anybody to tell me I'm an idiot because <laughs> I do a great job telling myself. Yeah. Or the amount of times I've told myself I'm such a loser or how could you? Yeah. Or Mark, you wally. Mm. Uh, how could you just... Oh, mm. are, are you crazy? Yeah. All of that, whilst all the time making it look like I've got it all together and yeah. I'm meant to do what I'm meant, meant to do. But it, it's it's those kind of things, that, that recurring... The Bible talks about there's a recurring theme. Yes. Yeah. There's a recurring theme in yeah. the heart. And yeah. you and I know that what goes into the heart really comes from the mouth and, mm. and, and, and all that kind of good stuff. But it's... And oftentimes that is as a result of the words that we've sat under. Yes, So if, if what you're used to hearing yeah. in your upbringing are words of negativity yeah. and, 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 and confrontation, and yeah. then, then is it any wonder that that's the default setting, the yes. recurring theme of a heart, so yeah. that you forget the great things that you do mm. or the uh, accomplishments that you make, mm. and, but we just major on the... And there's something about humanity, humanity that just yeah. majors on the negative. Yeah. There's some there's some um, statistic. I meant to look this up, and I apologise because I haven't. Um, but it's correct to say that it takes a certain number of neg- of positives to turn any negative on its head so if you've if you've heard one negative word towards you about you concerning you it will take nine positives to counteract that negative mm-hmm. so this this whole aspect about the way that we um talk about ourselves mm-hmm. internally and i know I know that some of us will have stood in front of the mirror and and been critical or come away from a, a, a meeting or driven home in the car. And and if you like, um, we've pre- abused ourselves. Or preach a sermon that, hello preachers, that you just felt that was terrible. Yeah, and then you berate yourself That's about that. That's a long journey yeah. home in the car. It is, absolutely. And like Mark says... You don't need anybody else to say that to you because you're already giving yourself a hard time. So how do we how do we start to turn that on its head? Because 
in effect, you can feel like a fraud to stand in the mirror and say something good mm-hmm. unless you know you're repeating something somebody else has already said. We mm-hmm. turn to the word because you will always find that God is speaking words of life over yeah. you. He calls you the apple of his eye. He says you are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to himself. Mm. He calls you child of mine. He mm. calls He calls you um, honourable and worthy and beloved. These are the words that he uses about you. So if and, you're... And here's the... If you will allow me to interrupt. Sorry, go on. Interrupt Here, here's the challenge, I think, and this may sound a bit all over the place, but oftentimes we've read scriptures like this, and Hannah's talked about life and death in the power of the tongue. And what we've done, either knowingly or subconsciously, we've thought, right, I've got to watch my mouth. So I mustn't say anything negative. Mm. I and, and again, it's still it's still negative. Focus. Mm, I'm, I'm, mm. I've got to. I've got to hold my tongue. I've got to yeah. bite my tongue. I mustn't. I mustn't. I'm, and eventually, you get to the point where you just explode. And 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 and. But actually, what really needs to happen, if you like, is a is a is a, a proactive positivity. Yeah, a, a, <laughs> a software upgrade. Yes, it is. Where we we no longer operate by that system. Okay, yes. I'm gonna. You know, forget that for a moment. Yeah. I'm, I'm Put go- away the negative. I'm gonna speak positive. Yes. I'm gonna speak life. Yes. I'm gonna do. Forget all the negative stuff for a minute. Let yeah. me try not to resist that. Yes. But what I'm gonna do, rather than resist it, I'm gonna replace it. Yes. I'm gonna replace it with a higher, yeah, if you like, right. system of operating. Yeah, that's good. And then that starts to anyway. I just yeah. To throw that in there. No, that's good. So that's right. It's changing the course of our. It's 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 um being mindful of what we talk about to our, mm. towards ourselves, being kind towards ourselves, but sometimes that has to be deliberate and it can feel weird. I'm not saying it doesn't feel weird, um, but what, what I'm encouraging us to do and myself this week is to um, muse on mm. anything positive, start with anything about ourselves that we like and appreciate and affirm that to ourselves. Sometimes, mm. um, you know, it might be just that thought pattern or it might be that you do go and stand in front of a mirror. I'm looking up there because there's a mirror in front of me and you talk to yourself about the things that you like and I was having a conversation with one of my girls um, recently and I was saying that over the course of my life when it comes this is just to do with my physical appearance because you can't deny what you look like when you look in a mirror when you see yourself reflected back Um, and what I've done over the course of my life is I have deliberately chosen not to concentrate on the things that I don't particularly like about my physical appearance and what I've tried to do over the course of my life is enhance the things that I do like and so I want us to do that from a from a um an encouragement of our souls perspective as well I want us Mm. to this week just this week or maybe even today maybe this is going to be a completely mold breaking moment for us that instead of being self-critical just for today You say, Lord, I'm just going to put that to one side. I'm not going to, I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm not going to beat myself up about that. But Lord, thank you for giving me blue eyes, dark yeah. hair, whatever it is. Thank you for creating me to be a compassionate individual. Thank you that I'm really good with numbers. <laughs> or thank you that um, I, you know, I still have working use of of my all my limbs. limbs. Yeah. yeah, thank you that I'm I have strong legs and I can walk. You know, you might not like the way that your legs look, but they get you from A to B. And it sounds so simplistic, but your tongue has the power of life and death, and and it goes on to say that we'll eat the fruit of that. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, is there anything not, else you want to just, say about? Not just internally, we'll eat the fruit of that in terms of our own self-image and, and how we see yourselves, but yeah. but also in our relationships with others. So we can take that principle and, and extend it to others in in terms of speaking words of life. So, mm. and and here's the thing: we're not expecting perfection from other people no. to then merit our words of life. No, that's because right. maybe it will be our words of life that will provoke and encourage yes. in a positive sense change. Yeah. In other people. So yeah. you might hate the way that the wife makes you a cup of tea every morning, <laughs> if she does. This isn't... <laughs> but it may, I do put the coffee on. It may be too sweet or too weak or, or, or whatever, but but be positive. You know, thank you that you made me a drink this morning. <laughs> yes, the drink may have been awful, but at least somebody made you a drink. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, I know we're getting into lockdown now, so there might not be as much social interaction out and about in everyday life, but... Every time somebody comes to knock on your door to deliver you a parcel or every time somebody, um, you, you're, you're at the supermarket paying for your groceries yeah. and, and and speak life. Yeah. Be thankful for the fact that, you know, we, we've got a church family of uh, a, a lot of key workers and people mm. in, the, in, in the care profession mm. and, and they do such a great job. Yeah. And, 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 and oftentimes it's, it's, they're the people who are thanked the least and, mm. um, but just thank somebody for, mm. for their willingness. Yeah. To stand in the gap yeah. physically, yeah. Um, in that words of life, encouragement, yeah. gratitude—it's amazing. And I, I'm amazed as well for myself how, how much I still, after years of being in ministry and years of doing this, that, and whatever, how much still those positive words when people express them to me, yes, have an effect. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the other benefits, and Hannah was talking about this earlier, the other, the things that we reap from that, yeah, I think it makes us more balanced individuals. Mm. It gets ourselves off our mind. That's right. And makes us more aware of yeah. who and what is around us. And yeah, so that's good. I think that's the only thing. Other yeah. thing I'd throw it. It's not just an internal thing, but it's that's also right. a way to live life. Yeah. You know, with, with others. So anyway. Proverbs 25 and 11 says, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in settings of silver. I love that. I feel like we need another translation for that because that's too vegetarian for me. <laughs> it's too fruitarian. So apples, words um, Apples of gold in settings of silver. Yeah. Winsome words spoken on, at on, just uh, the right uh, time uh, <laughs> are as appealing as apples gilded in gold and surrounded with silver. Do you want a steak with that? I with think, that yeah. Apple? A word aptly spoken. <laughs> aptly spoken. Yeah. It, it, it is, is like the finest steak served on the finest slate platter. Is that okay? <laughs> That's absolutely fine. However, whatever floats your boat, love. I know, I know, I know, I know what floats my boat. Yeah, so let's let's number one this week start to reflect kindly in ourselves and speak words of life to yourself. Speak yeah. words of of health life speak words of um character life speak words of physical beauty life mm. speak words of achievement life you know reflect on the things it's so easy there's some psychology there must be some psychology around um why it's so easy to replay the embarrassing scenarios of our life and the, and the mistakes that we've made and that take it's a deliberate decision isn't it mm. to um to put that to one side um and to concentrate on what is good. I mean, I I absolutely guarantee you 
that God thinks you are practically perfect in every way. He Did you just almost quote Mary Poppins? I totally You quoted just almost Mary quoted Mary practically Poppins. Practically perfect. Absolutely. But I you are you are custom made, you are you are bespoke. There is nobody like you. And it's almost as if you've got to remember it's like a spoonful of sugar <laughs> makes the medicine go down. <laughs> A positive word. <laughs> so, speak kindly to yourself. And then look for every opportunity to speak kindly, to speak words yeah. of life to whoever you come across. That's good. Whether that's siblings in your house, whether that's, like Mark said, people serving us in, in whatever limited way we're able to right now out there. Whether that's, um, you know, colleagues on a Zoom call. And, mm. it, oh, it's such a gift. It really is a gift. It's precious to receive that encouragement from somebody else. Like Mark yeah. says, it's just amazing when somebody speaks words of life to us, something blossoms it on does. the inside. And so, so we have the ability to do that this week. Here's the challenge. And I think this is probably one of the last things I'll say. And, and um, generally speaking, I'm aware what I'm about to say is probably a huge generalisation. Um, but I would imagine out of everything that we just shared today, Generally speaking, the ladies maybe will have more of an issue of, of that internal monologue. Monologue For men, again, generally speaking, and I'm aware, so please don't throw things at the screen. I'm just speaking generally. For men, most of our challenges will be actually having the confidence to actually verbalise and start to speak positively because maybe we're just not used to doing it or and 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 it's masked in sarcasm or mm. oh, I'm only joking mm. you know there's time for joking I love to you know with my dad and with my brother we're always kind of oh we're only joking and we're ridiculing and whatnot there's but a proverb about that too there is there is <laughs> we're gonna get there. We'll get there but but if if you find yourself in either of those camps Rome was not built in a day mm. uh, Mary Poppins did not turn that family round in a week <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a step, isn't it? This mm. this whole thing is the wisdom walk. Okay, it is step by step. If as a if as a man, I feel com uncomfortable just articulating verbally a positive affirmation. Let me just try and make one step this week. Yeah, whether it's with my wife or with my children or mm. or, or or with somebody at work or or that text or that email or or, or whatever it is. But mm. but identify where you're at. You know, whether yes. whether it is for you, okay, I really need to work on that internal monologue. Yeah. Whether it's for you, I, I just need to get a bit braver just, yeah. you know, speaking words of life yeah. to other human beings. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. And if, sure. you need, if you need to practice, get a pet and speak to the dog. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, but it, it may feel weird, mm. but it's not weird because it's wrong. Mm. It's weird because we've been so programmed into... Mm. the negative mm. we've got no problems using our mouth negative mm. you know from the same mouth comes positive and negative mm. blessings and curses Bitter and sweet. so we're absolutely used to speaking mm. it's how we've become used to speaking yeah that's right so i think that's the only thing i'd throw in there as well yeah that's right there was just one more thing that I'm, i just had a little i can't remember was it supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? <laughs> Even though the sound of it sounds really quite atrocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Stop it. <laughs> no, that's good. I, I'd never think about that whole confidence thing, though. I don't... Yeah. But you're right. You're absolutely right. It does take guts to step out and say something. Yeah. Um, and... and 
and mark it, approve of it, notice it, you know, that, that does take confidence. So, um, oh, I know what it was that I was going to say. There are, if you've ever, ever read the um, book, The Five Love Languages, one of the love languages, if you haven't, get it, it's brilliant. It will be a, a revelation about you and how you receive love and it will probably help you within your family context. I'm coming back and just getting the tissue. Brilliant. Not because I'm emotional, but just because I need to. <laughs> um, and one of those love languages is words of affirmation. So for people whose love language is to be affirmed and, and if you like, approved and built up via words of encouragement, the way that they are spoken to is going to have a really significant impact for them. Um, which again, you might identify with that. On ref- uh, Just to give you a, 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 um, an alternative to that, your love language might be acts of service or it might be giving of gifts or it might be physical affection or, uh, um, and I think that's it, isn't it? The five love languages. But if yours is words of affirmation, then this whole the tongue has the power of life and death thing is taken to a whole new level because that's how you are ministered to, if you like. So you, it would be worth finding out from your family members, particularly because really in at this point in our natural everyday lives, um, our family has become our hub like at no other time that we've ever known it really. And so it's really good to just acknowledge this about one another, but speak words of life, mm. but be particularly aware of the effect that your words have on your immediate relationships. Um, see, see how that impacts them. Um, because you have a beautiful opportunity, mm. not just to liberally sow words of life, but perhaps really unlock the potential in that person whose love language is words of affirmation. You can make a huge difference to that individual because that's how they receive love. So yeah, it's that's just good. good. That's good. So that's I hope good. that helps. Uh, for all those of you who are uh, expecting your pastors and anointed ministry gifts to um, wear jackets, be very formal, uh, continue to speak like they're um, (laughs) from their living room, like they're in church and wiping their mops with the brows and decreeing and declaring, you know, God bless you. You can go look for all that. For those of you who uh, appreciate your pastors quoting and singing Mary Poppins in church. (laughs) We are those people. We are Do you know what would be really good? Um, here's some homework. Here's our homework this month because I just think, you know, it's 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 not it's not done and dusted in a month, but it'd be a massive, massively brilliant thing to do. Um, there are thirty-one chapters. Are there in Proverbs? Mm-hmm. Is it just thirty-one? I suddenly had a mind blank. Um, anyway, there are at least thirty-one chapters in Proverbs. Um, let's read a chapter today, a day together. So today is the first of November. This is going out on the 1st of November. Mm-hmm. Let's read a chapter a day. 30 days, has September, April, June and November. So there are more There are more proverbs than there are days of the month. But let's get going on that. 31. There we go. And there's that bonus chapter, which is all about the amazing Proverbs 31 woman. Um, but, it, I mean, it's just going to be such a, a journey of um, 
I think revelation, equipping, whatever you want to call it. I'm, I have absolutely no doubt that the Holy Ghost will jump, will leap off the pages of your Bible as you read. And um, you will be in no doubt as to which aspect of this whole life of wisdom is the right one to start implementing for you. But And we're going to just unpack it for as long as it takes, really, because it's really awesome and really practical. Uh, but yeah, let's do that together. Awesome. And get a conversation going. Absolutely. And anyway, as we can see, but you can't see by the little clock on the top of our screen as we record, our time is, go- is done. So bing bong. Amen. Over and out. All right then, podcast family, plenty to ponder, plenty to chew, plenty to mull over and a bit of homework to get to grips with. That'll always do us good, like a bit of homework. Yeah, so let's get on it. We want we want life and relationships that appreciate and get oh, better. Oh, yes. And listen, they won't do until we decide to take the step. And for some of us, we might feel like we have to take the first step. Um, but you'd be amazed that when you do that, what will come back That's right. from the other side. So listen... Yeah. Love you. Pray Love for you. you. Um, hope this helps. And share it. Share it and recommend. And also get in touch if you've got yeah, any questions. Yeah, we'd love to hear um, from you. Yeah, do that. But until then, uh, this is episode three of Let Hope Arise coming to an end. Guess what? Next comes episode four. four. See you next week. Bye.